What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 27 of the Armchair Referee Sports Podcast. I am one half of the show. You know me as the bearded brother from another mother. Lone, warning, lone wolfing it tonight here in the studio. The one, the only, Chip Bayless. And it's fake calculate here yet again in quarantine. Let's fucking go. <laughs> fake is being brought to you part by Skype. That's the only way we're going to be able to get fake right now. That is currently not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not, not a sponsor, but just letting everyone know this is basically fake via Skype right now. You got to do what you got to do when you got it. When you have a water girl that's as young as mine, can't take any chances right now, man. Fake after the week I had, I definitely had to bring a beer into the studio because it has been a long ass week. I, you, you know, this whole coronavirus thing is absolutely like it's pandemonium out there. It is pandemonium. And don't get me wrong, yeah. I I enjoy being an essential worker and continuing to be a active mm-hmm. working citizen of this country, but. It's the point now. It's just like some of my coworkers are just lazy as hell anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I'm right up there with you at the essential co uh, worker part there because you know I work in the trucking industry, and uh, that shit never stops. <laughs> so, fake. I gotta say one thing though. During this like downtime of like quarantine, do you have Netflix? I do. Tell me you've been watching Tiger King. See, I start... Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you here. I watched the first three episodes today, finally. <laughs> uh, see, um, now, see, now you're caught up with me because I also watched, like, the first three episodes also. Because, like, you know, all I've been seeing is memes and we're like, Tiger King, Tiger King. I'm going to be honest with you. Not a big fan. What? And you know what? I... I as I said, normally I get into this shit. Like, how can you not get into get that, into. bro? When when a Netflix documentary or anything comes out and it starts out with like a phone call from like a penitentiary or prison, <laughs> I'm fucking sold. Like it, it's like it's like the Aaron Hernandez. I love the Aaron Hernandez one. Well, the Aaron Hernandez one was completely understandable, one. but this one here is just like so backwoods country, like. <laughs> Midwestern, I fucking love it. <laughs> Should it's, be up our alley, kind of. Yeah, thing. especially for, especially your alley. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. But as said, I I tried to get into it today. Like you know, I just couldn't. I don't know why. I just wasn't drawn into it. Maybe it was the man's handlebar mustache. Maybe that's what it is with his Jerry curl mullet. You okay? T- wait, wait, wait! You're gonna hate on a Jerry curl mullet with the handlebar mustache, but meanwhile we have a love for a one Gardner Minshew, who's currently the starting quarterback down at Jacksonville. You know what? Gardner grows a Jerry curl mullet. I might get into that show. <laughs> if Stash Daddy grows a Jerry curl mullet, I will definitely, and this is on record, I will buy a Minshew jersey. You hear that, Gardner Wrench? Get to going. Start growing. And I'm still going to be promoting. You can grow it while in quarantine. And I'm still promoting that Jeff Fisher needs to get his ass to Jacksonville and be the next head coach because Doug Maroon's not yes. the answer. Because when the stashes align, ultimate power can be achieved. The stashes combined. <laughs> Stashinville. Anyway, ultimate fake. power. Ondoor sports now. I had to I I'd had to I had to ask you about Tiger King and your thoughts on it because I'm sitting there thinking I'm like, you know what? I was like, this seems like kind of a show that fake watches, so I just wanted to ask you on it, see what, what your opinion was on it. Tried to get into it, sorry. Dude, I was sold episode one. As soon as I see like and like I said, as soon as a Netflix documentary starts out with a phone call saying, You have a direct <laughs> call from so and so penitentiary from Joe Exotic, and that's that's his name, Joe Exotic. This dude's got a blonde mullet with like dark sides. You know what I mean? It's a blonde Jerry curl mullet with a handlebar mustache, and he has like a love child. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy, but like I said, man, stuff like that, I'm sold. 
But anyway, fake, mm. we're going to dive into our sports. We are actually going to be doing, starting off with our NFL mock draft picks 11 through 21. Starting off with number 11, fake, we have the New York football Jets. The J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, sir. Uh, going to let you go ahead and do the first pick on this one. Give you D on us. With pick number 11, I have the Jets taking CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver, Oklahoma. You just lost Robbie Anderson to the Carolina Panthers. Sammy D needs a weapon, man. Uh, you know me. I already have um, C.D. Lamb yeah, off the I know. board. We, we know the past <laughs> two weeks you've been on the C.D. Lamb second overall. Still don't get that, man. Still don't. I'm still like trying to wrap my head around that two weeks later. <laughs> Why can't you get up on board with me here? <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't do C.D. Lamb at two. To the Redskins? Nah, man. Yeah. No. Too much good value up that that high though. You think CeeDee Lamb's that good to be two? Yes, sir. I yes, sir. I'm I, not, do. I can't do it, man. Too much talent up there, man. You got. I cheat. should keep on like loading and unloading. It's uh, annoying the hell out of me. This is where I have Mister Henry Ruggs the third. All right, giving them Henry Ruggs. I agree Ruggs. with you, a wide receiver. Just I different player. I agree with you, a wide receiver. Yes, I agree with you, a wide receiver. You know. Um, they need a deep threat, and I think Ruggs can be it. Um, as I said, the wide receiver, the wide receivers in this year's draft is deep, and I mean deep. I think you can get a quality wide receiver in the third round. That's how I think. That's how deep I think this wide receiver class is. Oh, I completely agree. On to pick number twelve, we have the now Las Vegas Raiders. Fake. You got the Raiders taking a pick 12. I have them taking C.D. Henderson because they haven't done enough in free agency to strengthen up defense or that secondary. I still say that to this day. And if they aren't going to do it in free agency, they need to do it in the draft. Fake Hockey League going C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Uh, I'm going to have the Raiders take Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. I think it's a solid pick for them. I mean, a young wide receiver, young speedy wide receiver um, to help out Derek Carr or Marcus Mariota, depending how that quarterback battle goes out there in Vegas, which I think definitely it's going to be one side. I still think Derek Carr is definitely going to win that. Here's my thing. I agree there is going to be a quarterback competition. And I think that's the reason why Gruden brought him in. Gruden, basically every single year that he was in Tampa, always had comp quarterback competition going. This is nothing new for Gruden. So, um, do I think they're going to go offense? Fuck no. I think they've done enough in free agency for the offensive side of the ball, and they haven't done enough on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to go first round. It's going to be defensive pick, and I think it's going to be a secondary because – I am not impressed whatsoever by their secondary. They let too many guys go in their secondary. End of story. They need to, they need to strengthen up that secondary. Okay. On to pick number 13, which used to be the uh, Indianapolis Colts pick until they uh, traded up for uh, Armstead. This is now the San Francisco 49ers at pick 13. Fake, I got the 49ers taking a receiver. This is where I'm going to take Henry Ruggs here. See, I think this is where they replace what they lost in in the trade. Um, this is where Derek Brown comes off the board right here. They're going to replace what they traded away with a much better contract, a.k.a. a rookie deal, and somebody they get to lock up for a few more years. See, the reason why I say Henry Ruggs, too, is because Emmanuel Sanders just signed earlier this week with the New Orleans Saints to bolster up yeah. that wide receiving core that they got down there in New Orleans. So... New Orleans is winning the free agency market, just to put that one out there. They have they not only signed Jenkins from Philadelphia, but they also just signed uh, DJ Swearinger as well. That safety core is automatically 10 times better than what they had last year. 
Oh, absolutely. And I actually, I actually do like DJ Swearinger as well. Very underrated player. Oh yeah, very underrated. Uh, you know, as I said, they they are winning <laughs> free agency right now in in my book. So you got the 49ers replacing Eric Armstead with a pass rusher. Yeah, Derek Brown. They said they're going to replace Derek Brown. They, okay. Well, not Derek Armstead. They they lost uh, DeForest Buckner. So, because remember they they had this 13, 13th overall pick by trading DeForest to oh, that's right. Indianapolis. That's right. You're right. You're right. I don't know why I was thinking Armstead. Buckner was actually because that's trade who for. they should have traded was Armstead. <laughs> <laughs> On to pick number 14, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we're going to dig into their their situation later on this episode. Babe, who do you have Tampa Bay taken at pick 14? Denzel Mims at the University of Baylor. They're giving them another wide another receiver. One. They Bro, are going to get got another Mike wide receiver. Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard. How much more do they need? They're going to get more weapons for D- TB12 and TB, okay? And they're going to get another young guy, a guy that can play the slot. He's going to be able to work those, those secondaries, be able to free up some more space, not only for O.J. Howard, but also Mike Evans and Godwin. It's going to be a force. So I have uh, Tampa going wide receiver here. I got to disagree with you on that. I mean, yeah, I'll be on the <laughs> offensive side of the ball, but I think I'm going to go offensive line. I'm going to give them Andrew Thomas out of Georgia, offensive tackle. Okay. Sure up that offensive line for Tampa Bay, help out TB12. And then I say probably second round they get the running back. Okay. I, 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 can, I can agree with that one for the most part. So. On to pick number 15, we have the Denver Broncos. Fake, I'm giving Denver a pass rusher here to add along with Vaughn Miller and Nick Chubb. Okay. Bradley Chubb, excuse me. I'm going to give them Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Um, I'm going to agree with the edge rusher, just not the same player. I'm going to go with uh, K- Kalevon Chason. Kalevon Chason. Kalevon. Yeah, Kalevon. Wait, whatever the fuck you say that first name. Kayla Vaughn. Uh, yeah, Kayla Vaughn. There you go. Motherfuckers just cannot make names simple anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the Key and Peele episode where they like, uh, who's the one that they... The, the East West Bowl. <laughs> East West Bowl, yeah. Pickle McCrinkleberry. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like him. He, he kind of has that Bradley Chubb build, and I, I think that's why I think Denver will be attracted to him. Um, Let's be honest here. Miller's not getting any younger. You know, I think he's at his prime, maybe two, three, four years max. And I think he's going to be done. I, uh, so you think Vaughn Miller's going to retire? Yeah, I said, I give him maybe four years. Four, four years. years max. Okay, I was going to say, I'll, you know, he I'm is, sitting there like, what, what's your window there? <laughs> like, yeah. Because remember, he's going to be locked up for at least five years on his rookie deal. Oh, yeah, no so, doubt. You get a feel for the guy if he's not working out. You know, you still got Miller for a few more years, and then you can readdress it later on down the road. You you fall in love with him. Miller serves his time with the rest of his year, uh, years with Denver, and then he's only a really a full-time starter maybe one year. So. On to pick number 16, we have the Atlanta Falcons. Fake, who you got the Falcons taking? I have them um, taking Christian Fulton out of University of LSU. Christian Fulton? Okay, yes, not sir. bad. I say their secondary definitely got depleted with free agency. Uh, not only this year, but last year, you know, they lost both their safeties last year, and then this year they've lost both their starting corners. Uh, they got to rebuild. They got to rebuild the secondary fast. I completely agree with that pick, actually, because I, I originally was going to have them taking Kay LeVon Chase on, your, the guy that you took previously. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can definitely get behind that. Uh... Hello? Oh, there we go. All right. I wasn't okay. sure. I wasn't sure if you're like, you're like fading in and out there. Yeah. 
But yeah, but I definitely, I, I definitely agree going corner there. They definitely got to do something because, like I said, their their secondary just caught completely depleted. And uh, yeah, especially now that you got TB12 in that division, you still got Breeze, Teddy B now, yeah. the Panthers. You you got to figure out. You got to figure. They, oh, if they don't figure out their secondary, and I mean fast, it's going to be an ugly year. <laughs> I don't really see the Falcons doing much either. I mean, I, I see I, with with TB down and down in TB. Honestly, yeah. I, see, I see the Falcons now falling down that division, man. I I think this is a perfect year for them to rebuild. <laughs> this is definitely going to be a down year for Atlanta. I can definitely see it. On to pick number seventeen, yes. we have the Dallas Cowboys. Fake. I have Jerry taking a cornerback. Oh, taking a corner. Not a quarterback, but a cornerback. Corner. I got him taking C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Uh, this is where I, I actually have him uh, taking Patrick Queen out of unit of LSU. Man, you're st- you're still on the Cowboys saying, with the linebackers. I'm still they're gonna go linebacker. Man. I'm still convinced they're gonna go linebacker. They're gonna Man. draft that third. They're, they're gonna get that third linebacker, and then that linebacking core is gonna be fucking set. All right, buddy. We'll see, man. Like, I I disagree with you on that, but we shall see. On to pick number eighteen, we have the Miami Dolphins. Fake. Who you got the via Fins Pittsburgh. taking? Yeah, via the I via the Pittsburgh Steelers. Josh Jones at the University of Houston. Going with the offensive lineman there. I like that pick. I'm actually. They, I'm. I'm they gonna gotta go, fix it. They, they have to fix it. I, I agree with you there, Pitt. Uh, that's definitely that was definitely who I was going to go there for the Dolphins. I like that pick, fake. On to pick number nineteen, we have the Vegas Raiders back on the clock. This one is via from the Bears from the Khalil Mack trade. Fake. I'm giving them a edge rusher from the University of Iowa, AJ Epinesa. And this is where we disagree again because we're staying you on add the him side of the ball. On we're the set, opposite side of Max Crosby? Woo. We're staying on the defensive side of the ball. Instead, I'm not impressed by their secondary. They're going to fix it in the draft. They're going to take another corner. Uh, at University of Auburn, Noah, uh, however the fuck you say that last name. <laughs> <laughs> I just say I'm not even going to bother even try to attempt to say that last name. Um, as said, I think they're going to go corner first two, fi- first two picks of their draft, and they're going to fix that secondary. They're going to have to figure out a way to fix that secondary. Because here's the thing. Whoever the fuck uh, L.A. adds a quarterback, probably going to be Cam. That wide receiver core is deadly. And then you have Hunter Henry. You have Kansas City. We all know what the fuck Kansas City can do on on the offensive side of the football. Absolutely. Good luck stopping that passing game. Okay, San Francisco could say it, say it best. Um, and then Denver. Denver has great young corner uh, wide receivers, and they have a great tight end. They get the quarterback play figured out. They are going to be able to pass the ball, and not only are they going to be able to pass the ball, but now they just added another running back in Melvin Gordon. And they still have Philip Lindsay. So, if Vegas wants to be able to compete in the AFC West, they have to be able to fix that defense. And the first thing they have to do is be able to stop the passing game. So, them going corner for their first two picks of the draft, I think it's the only way they're going to be able to do it. So, fake Hockley's got the Raiders going corner heavy with both their picks. Yes. Producer Dev right now is just leaning back in his chair laughing right now. It's still fake. Hey, if you want to give up 500, 400 passing yards a game, more power to you. (laughs) (laughs) Next pick we have is pick number 20, the Jacksonville Jaguars back on the clock. Fake, we gave them offensive line at pick number nine last week. Who you got the Jaguars taking a 20, Fake? I'm still saying offensive line. I have them taking, where the fuck did it go? Cesar Ruiz out of the University of Michigan. Got another offensive lineman going to the Jaguars. Got to keep Stash Daddy up. And what was their biggest problem last year? The pass rush. Automatically. Snap of the ball, there was at least some, one person coming free. They got to fix it. 
I got the Jaguars going secondary here. Obviously, with them losing Jalen Ramsey last season. And their defense is just getting absolutely depleted, man. I mean, everybody's yeah. leaving Jacksonville. I got them actually taking Xavier McKinney, safety out of Alabama, here, fake. Okay. Not going to argue with it. It's still a solid pick. I just feel like they need to fix the offensive line. They need to be able to keep They got to get somebody. They got to get like a core leader in Jacksonville now because Clay is Campbell gone. Yannick is possibly out the door also. He wants out. Wants out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like everybody on that defensive side is leaving Jacksonville. So, they definitely they got to get they got to get like a young core guys in there now. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, pick number twenty one, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Fake, you got my birds taking at pick twenty one. This is where I have Jerry Judy coming off the board. You got right you're giving now. us Jerry Judy. I have Philly. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Jerry, he's still Judy. there by twenty one. At it's a deep, it's a deep wide receiver core. Um, I'm just a little bit more impressed by you know Rugs and uh, CD Lamb. So, uh, not saying not saying it's a bad pick. As said, this wide receiver class. Oh no, is Jerry, if Jerry deep. Judy's still there, at 21, absolutely not a bad pick. But I, I don't yeah. see I don't see Jerry Judy being falling back that far though. So I this is where I have Jerry Judy coming off the board here to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm still gonna stick to my roots. I even though. There has been times I've thought about maybe switching wide receiver, there possibly even corner, possibly even linebacker. I thought about linebacker. I thought about Patrick Queen here at 21. I still think the Eagles are going to go wide receiver. I'm still going to give them Justin Jefferson from LSU. I think honestly, outside of Rugs and Judy, he's and Ceedee Lamb. I think he's like one of the top, from what I've been hearing, is one of the top uh, when it comes to like route running. And getting away yeah. from getting away from coverage, like he's definitely that guy, and I think that's definitely going to help yeah. Carson Wentz out for years to come. So, I, if Jerry Judy, if there, if Jerry Judy's not on the board by uh, at this time for Philadelphia, I don't see them going wide receiver. I see them going um, safety after Winfield. But, um, and that's it. like they, they definitely bolstered up the corners too because we picked up Darius Slay from Detroit last week, and then yeah. a couple days ago. We had a nice, very under-the-radar signing with Nikel Ruby Coleman from the Rams. Yes. Which, yes. if you remember him, he's the one that caused the whole controversial pass interference down in New Orleans yes. during that NFC Championship game. But that well, being that, said, though, he, like... He, started, he actually started out in the AFC West. He started out with Denver. Um, and he was always a very underrated corner, and that's because at the, at the time whenever he was in Denver, Bradley, you know, wait, he had guys... I, like, I, think you're thinking of, I think you're thinking of Bradley Roby. Am I thinking Bradley Roby? You're thinking of Bradley Roby. Because I was sitting there like, wait oh, a minute. Okay. He didn't start out. In, no, no. Roby Coleman started out with uh, Buffalo. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you said you said Denver. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think he's, I think you're thinking Bradley Roby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bradley Roby at the same time, he's still also a very underrated corner. Because, like, he, his whole entire time he, he, he was in De- Denver. Well, you know, he had Chris Harris Jr. and fucking Aqib Tlaib. On the other side, there was no way he was cracking the top two. <laughs> I definitely agree, though. Like I said, I mean, I I thought about it. Like I sat there and thought, I was like, you know, as much as they do need receiver, I said, there's other positions too. I think they can get a. There's another linebacker I like from Ohio State. Um, yeah. I, def- I, I Malik know Harrison. Exactly the hell you're talking about Malik yeah. Harrison? Yep, out of Ohio yeah. State. Yep, that's that's who I think. I, I think that's something Se- you guys should grab in the second round. Oh, absolutely. They have two second round picks, so. If I'm the Eagles, I'm definitely going linebacker there in the second round. Yeah, and if he, and if he's your guy, trade the fuck up. I don't care. Trade the fuck up. Make sure you get him. Well, now we have eight picks. We had ten, but we traded two of them to, to uh, Detroit for Darius Slay. So and that was now we're down to eight picks. So they definitely steal. still they have they still have some ammunition. So we'll see what Howie Roseman does. But that's good. I, I can't believe I I just cannot believe that you know you guys didn't didn't at least move one of your seconds for him <laughs> that De- Detroit's just like, Oh yes. Give me a third. <laughs> yeah, they, they just wanted a third and a fifth. No big deal. All right. There you go. Detroit. We'll take Darius. Slay like, I, I thought for sure you guys were going to have to move a second to grab him. And they're, I, they're like, no, just give me a third. I had to do a double take fake. When I saw a third and a fifth for slay, I was like, wow. Said, I feel like Detroit got a little bit fleece there. I, I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe that 
you know, there wasn't at least a second involved in that. Fuck's sakes. And that's going to wrap but, up Mock Draft 3.0. Picks 11 through 21. Make sure you guys stay tuned next week when we do 22 through 22. Yeah, buddy. St- staying in the NFL. Fake. It has officially come time for the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton to finally be done with. It's finally official. Now it's official because we remember last week where Carolina's social media group got online, was like, oh, Cam's seeking a trade. And then Cam comes out and says, yo, pump the brakes here. I never said anything about that. You guys are basically pushing me out the door. I never asked for shit. (laughs) But that being said, it's finally said and done. Cam Newton's time in Carolina is officially over. Fake, what is next for Mr. Cam Newton? Um, L.A. I was going to say, I honestly, I think I can see Cam Newton in L.A. People want to say t- New England. Are you kidding I, me? I, Him and Bill Belichick, that's not, no, it, absolutely it never, not. They are not, no. Yet. It, Cam it Newton is definitely not a Belichick kind of guy. I mean, no. they, those two he doesn't end fit that mold heads. whatsoever. Yeah, it's, uh, those two would be button heads left and fucking right. Um. Uh, He's gonna be in LA. Like, like everyone just needs to fucking pump the fucking brakes. And, and the thing I've been hearing here. about LA too is the fact that like they're 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 somewhat sold on Tyrod Taylor because if you remember when the when Tyrod Taylor was with the Browns and they drafted Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor was the original starter for the Browns. Yeah. So I think what the Chargers are doing, I think they're gonna try to do what the Browns did with Tyrod Taylor. They're gonna draft a quarterback. S- and then they're going to have him try to learn off Tyrod. Which, you know, honestly, I, I guess from, you know, learning experience with, you know, Baker and his time in Buffalo and his time in Baltimore, you know, Tyrod's been around the league. He's played with decent quarterbacks there in Baltimore. And then he was the guy there for a few years in Buffalo. And then he was a the guy there for, you know, half the year in Cleveland. Um, Honestly, Tyrod doesn't mind being being the voice of the locker room or the guy that's going to be, you know, teaching the next guy up. Um, do I see them drafting quarterback this year? Late, I don't see them going it for in the first round. The Chargers, um, yeah, they got um, the sixth overall pick fake. They're definitely getting they're if they're definitely in the market for a quarterback. They're pick they, six. They are, but if they're going to be that dead set on Tyrod Tyrod still, you know, he's with quarterbacks now playing, playing deeper in their careers, you know, where like 30 is not the benchmark anymore. You know, Tyrod's only, I think he's only 31. You know, he at least has four years still left in, still at least still left in the league. He could play up until he's 35. But that's the thing though. Like the Chargers kind of like, Earlier this like off season, they kind of tried to like make a point that they were trying to go after Tom Brady, and that they were doing everything they possibly could to get Tom Brady to be sold into coming back home to California. Yeah. But they definitely missed out on that because Bruce Arians definitely like stole the show there because we didn't even have Tampa Bay even. Rem- I don't think anybody even had Tampa Bay even on the no, radar. No one's seen Tampa Bay signing fucking Tom Brady. No but that being that said, though, I mean, how is how is Char- how are the Chargers going to be able to sit there, go into this season, and say, "Hey, we got Tyrod Taylor as our starting quarterback"? Like, once again, well, you got it, you're going to have the soccer stadium be completely overfilled with opposing fans again. Because well, I just it, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is going to sell. He's not going to put asses in seats. He's not going to put asses in seats. But at the same time, it's Cam Newton really going to be the guy. That's now, if you bring Cam Newton to LA. You bring Cam Newton to LA, then yeah, you you get a little bit of a, a you get a little, there. little bit of fanfare. You know, he, he's a he, he's but he's here, a personality. Right, let let me let me ask let me, let me ask you this here, fake. This is the this is the, like the big question here. Do you think Cam Newton, wherever he goes, is going to allow a possible backup position? Fuck no. Thank you. I'm glad you said I, I that because Cam, I'm on. No I'm on where uh, where, going, wherever Cam goes, regardless, if he ends up being a backup, he's not going to accept that. No. Whatsoever. I, I think I think wherever Cam lands, he's making sure that he's landing in a starting position. Um, and 
which Honestly, is why I still think, uh, which is why I still think LA is the better fit because yeah. he can beat Tyrod. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The, and, well, and let's be honest offense, here. Cam Newton's physique. The yeah. dude's six six. Yeah, has that the ability to run like he does. But here's the thing, though, faked. The guy's been hit the most the past couple seasons over the, like the past like maybe two three years. And that's why everyone's like, well, maybe he goes to Miami. He won't go to Miami. Miami's offensive line is nowhere near what the fuck Carolina's was. And Carolina's offensive line wasn't even that fucking good. So, um, so it's kind of like a rise and fall of Cam Newton. It's kind of like a rise and fall of Cam Newton, too, because it's like if you remember 2015, the dude was an MVP. And but here we are. You spend half your seasons getting fucking smacked around because you have zero time in the fucking pocket. You have no offensive line help whatsoever. Yeah. And it's just like the guy hurts his shoulder and then it's something else. And it's just here we are fast forward a couple years later. And here we are talking about Cam Newton possibly starting somewhere else or hell, even possibly backing up somewhere. Yeah. He's going to end up in LA. LA fits off. He likes to run. Um, they have a solid offensive line. They have a solid running back there. Now here's um, another team. Here's another team fake. I think would be a possible. And hear me out on this one because it, it it doesn't make sense. But when you see Cam Newton's social media posts of who he's been working out with, it kind of does make sense. Cam's been in Atlanta lately. He's been working. <laughs> he's been working out with Calvin Ridley and Julio. I just, I cannot see. I don't know if that's just like a friendship birds. thing. I, I, I don't I, know if that's just a friendship thing, thing they're it going on. It might be an SEC thing. You know what I mean? That's might true. It might be an SEC, SEC thing. True, true. But I, like I said, man, I mean, his social media, him, him working out with Julio and Calvin Ridley, I wouldn't be surprised if they're sitting there trying to like, hey, like try to persuade him, man, be, Brian, be Matt Ryan's backup in case something happens to Matt Ryan. Who's backing just, up Matt Ryan right now in Atlanta? I just can't, like, it said, if Cam's going anywhere, Cam's going somewhere to be a starter. And I can't see Atlanta being like, hey, sorry, And Daddy, to think I to stay in that division, too, the NFC South, to have Cam take revenge on his former team? I just can't see it. I just can't see it. I, uh, it's hard for me to picture Cam being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a backup this year. I'm going to take the Teddy Bridgewater route. That. The reason that it worked for Teddy Bridgewater is because he did it when he was still young. Cam is in Bro, do you want to know who's the backup to Matt Ryan right now in Atlanta? It's Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Old-ass <laughs> Matt Schaub <laughs> is the but, backup quarterback to Matt Ryan in Atlanta right now. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Cam can't afford to go the Teddy Bridgewater route. He's too old. He's, he's in his mid-30s. Bridgewater, we, the reason it worked out for Bridgewater is because he was still young when he did it. Uh, if Cam's going anywhere, Cam's going somewhere to fucking start and end and a story. Um, so it's either going to be Miami or L.A. And I, don't I don't see, Cam, see him going to no Miami. No way Cam Newton goes to Miami. No way. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't see him going to Miami because the offensive line is not good enough. There isn't enough fucking talent around him for him to actually want to go to Miami. Put him down LA in that is room. Really Fitzmagic, Rosen, spot. possibly Tua. Come on now. Yeah. No way Cam's going to go to Miami. That's that's what I'm saying. LA's the really only logical landing spot. Like Maybe Denver, maybe, but I don't see him going to Denver, and I don't see John Elway offering him a contract. So... LA it is for me. That's basically the only logical end of spot for me for Mr. Cam Newton. I definitely agree though. Like I said, I mean I, I definitely think LA's the better fit. I mean, obviously from a perspective from like an organizational perspective, I don't like I said, you're you're gonna go out and tell your fans Tyrod Taylor's gonna be your starting quarterback for twenty twenty. Come on now. See tickets will plummet. You bring Cam you bring Cam Newton out to LA with his fashion sense. During his press, during his post game conferences, man, that fits LA to a T. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's why I think Cam Newton's. That's why I think LA and Cam match real well. On to our next quarterback situation, we got journeyman Jameis Winston out there now. Fake. He will either be in the XFL or the CFL. <laughs> the <next> XFL. <laughs> hey, if Jameis Winston wants to stay in Tampa Bay and be the next starting quarterback for the Vipers. 
Open arms. <laughs> Open arms. He can stay in Jamin Rain's, uh, Raymond James Stadium. Open arms, Jameis. Hey, maybe he signs with Philly. Jameis Winston, the Phillies XFL team? Nah. Yeah. No. Who's going to need a quarterback? No. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when it comes along. I mean, uh, we don't even know the name of Philly's team you. yet. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, Philly needs an XFL team. Hup, quarterback Cam Newton or uh, <laughs> James Winston already. No way. I I just don't see an NFL team taking a chance on him. You don't see any NFL team whatsoever taking a chance on James? Not right now. Not right now. I think they're going to – it said he's either going to play in the CFL or the XFL come next year. Bro, um, you're not – teams are going to get a better – However, you, you're throwing James out of the league already? I'm throwing him out of the league. Here's the thing. But, he like, but fake. He, 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 he got LASIK. He's, he, I don't care. <laughs> he's not, he, doesn't, he no longer has the 30 for 30 vision. I, I, don't, I don't care for how much LASIK he got. I don't care. I still think ESPN needs to do a 30 for 30 on his, on his uh, LASIK. <laughs> what if I told you that a quarterback that could throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions <laughs> could still be in the NFL? ES, ESPN presents a critically acclaimed novel. 30 for 30. Uh, Jameis is out of the league. Jameis is out of the league. I don't know, year. man. I, I, think, I, I think you're pulling the plug the on James a little too early here. I, 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 still, I still think he can go somewhere to be a backup. Fake. I, it's it. I, right. I see him going to the tearing it up. Hear me out on this. Jameis, two. New England. No. <laughs> no. Gonna shoot that one down right now. No. No. That's a big. That's a hard no. <laughs> you just threw the clay pigeon up, and I just fucking <laughs> shot it down. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Bill Belichick is sitting in his office, going, "Maybe James fucking Winston for this year." No. <laughs> He's going. You know what's even funnier? I even seen a thing, too, like, you know what's even funnier? I even seen a thing, too, that the possibility would be also the Pittsburgh Steelers. Add him with Big Ben, Mason, and Duck. Can you imagine that quarterback room? (laughs) (laughs) No way. I seen that the other day on social media. I'm like, time out. Who is drunk enough? Who is drunk enough to say James Winston of Pittsburgh? Come on now. I'm not fucking drunk, drunk enough to say James Winston the fucking. Pittsburgh. I don't even think, I think coach. I don't even think coach would accept that. <laughs> I think Mike Tomlin is, would be like, "Fuck." No, Mike Tomlin would be right now. I just Mike finally Tomlin got this locker like room writing back. his way out the out of Pittsburgh. I, t- Tomlin, Tomlin, right now is going. No, dude, I just got this locker room back. We aren't bringing the thumb popper and the fucking crab legs. Yeah, it's like listen. I, I basically cleared <laughs> up the cancer in, t- in Antonio Brown. Last thing I need is bringing in is a crab leg stealing quarterback. Thumb popping fucking Uber driver quarterback. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's the same thing with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's like, you want me to bring thumb popper in? Fuck no. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and we have crab legs up here. Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. Hey, hey. I'm still on the train that Mitch Trubisky is going to be a fucking New England Patriot come the draft. All right. You're still on the Mitch to New England train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. What about Andy Dalton? That's another situation we forgot to talk about. What about Andy Dalton? A- a- you, th- you think Andy's he's staying st- in Cincinnati? I, at this point in time, there's no traffic. There's no one really saying anything about him. He's in Cincinnati come next year. Still. So the Bengals are still going to get Burrow, but yet they're still going to keep Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton's finally uh, realized his fate. He's going to be a backup for the remainder of his contract. There's, there's another Cincinnati. possibility, too. I could see the Bengals possibly shopping Andy Dalton on draft night. And they, they might. They might. I think, I think, I think they might do that. I think, the they, the, I think they can trade Andy Dalton on draft night, then get if, Burrow. If there's any quarterback right now that is currently available that New England would remove, if you ask me, that would remotely be interested or remotely would fit the Bill, uh, the Belichick mold is Andy Dalton. I completely um, agree. But I think 
I think where the holdup is is maybe Cincinnati's asking price is just a little high. Or yeah, that's another thing too because you sit here and think, how is Andy Dalton still around? Like, how is he still a Bengal right now? Like, you think with free agency like a week and a half in, you'd think Andy Dalton would have been like one of the names shopped around. But like you just Man, said, it, I, I think I think Cincinnati's asking for a lot right now out of Andy Dalton, and NFL teams are like, okay, if you if you're asking that much for Andy Dalton, we're we're backing away right now, and that's why you've seen guys like uh, Nick Foles uh, goes to Chicago, and Chicago eats that contract. Either it's the asking price, or it's what his contract has. But the thing is, too, with New England, uh, it's like, I don't see them. I think New England wants to build from within. They want to keep their core guys. That's that's why they signed. They they, they brought back Brian Hoyer. And that, to me, was just like a a WTF move. I'm like, okay, so you're basically sitting there telling me that you're not sold on your young core of quarterbacks that you have already. Because you know but, damn well, because if they go into oh, any, like, moving forward, you know damn well these quarterbacks would be like, oh, I got I got to fill in these big shoes Tom left. Like, well, at the same time, Belichick they're basically putting these quarterbacks on notice already in New England. But at the same time, Belichick always has a veteran in that quarterback room. He's He knows he has to be smart enough to be able to have a veteran quarterback in that, which is why in that think, room at all Which times. is why I completely agree with the uh brian hoyer move i mean granted it, let's it, yeah. to, it seemed like a wtf moved because let's be honest hoyer's getting up there in age well one he knows the offense and and that's the other thing too but at the same time it also makes him. sense too because hoyer also backed up brady for quite some time yeah, and was also exactly. the backup i believe to jimmy g as well yes so like it's that he knows the offense he's been in in that camp, in inside that locker room, numerous times, it's a smart move by New England. Is that there's only two reasons that um, Andy Dalton hasn't been moved. It's either a Cincinnati's asking price is too high, or b people are scared of his contract. Because remember, his contract was backloaded, so all that money that the bulk of the money that Cincinnati was going to be paying him is within the next two years of his contract. It was because they were so sold thinking that Andy, because they, because they were so sold that Andy Dalton was going to be their quarterback for like the next yes. 10 years, which obviously looking at it right now, it's not, no, like no yeah. way. It, it said his, his contract was so backward, um, back heavy. It's he's, making all his money in the next two years on, on that contract. So that I think teams were like hoping and praying that Cincinnati was going to end up cutting them and they didn't. So um, either a, he gets moved during the draft or B he's a Cincinnati bangle behind fucking Joe Burrow for the next two years. We shall see fig. Like I said, I, I can honestly see them shopping Dalton on draft night, get rid of Dalton, bring in Burrow. Yeah. But at the same time, then Cincinnati's going to have to draw, sign a veteran quarterback to be able to sit behind fucking Burrow. Because <clears throat> you don't want three young quarterbacks in that fucking quarterback room that have barely taken barely a snap any in experience NFL. whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. But don't get me wrong; there are veteran quarterbacks still on the market, so it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be that hard to find one. Speaking of quarterbacks that were out on the market, fake. We got some guys from the XFL coming back into the NFL, getting some second chances. We got P.J. Walker, who was looking like the XFL MVP through the first five weeks of the season and is now backing up Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. I I get why he went there, but at the same time confused by why he went there. Like, I get Matt Rule was his coach in Temple. Basically going to be pretty close to about the same offense he ran. I was going to say, I, 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 get completely, I could definitely see it because Matt Rule being, you know, his former head coach yes. at Temple. I get that. But I don't know, man. When you disrespect Cam Newton the way they did, man, and I still think Carolina screwed up there. I Granted, I know that, yeah, Cam, um, I, I know that Cam's time was looking like it was coming towards then. But, man, just the way they handled it, man, I just think they dropped the ball big time on that. I I figured P.J. would be going somewhere where he'd be able to compete for the starting job. 
Um, so, like, it just confused me because, you know, obviously Carolina is going to be dedicated to Teddy. They paid Teddy big. Um, oh, yeah, when you no pay Teddy Bridgewater Teddy like Bridgewater that, there's no doubt that he's definitely going to be the starter moving forward. Like, yeah. You basically committed. Matt Rule no is committed to Teddy B right now. Absolutely. Yeah. There is no way he's a fucking backup. And I figured PJ would go somewhere, especially after all the success he just had in the XFL. And his price tag was But up. here's the thing, though. Um, I think this is good for PJ Walker, too, because granted, yeah, he was lighting it up in the XFL. But I think when it comes to, like, mentoring, get someone like a Teddy B, man. Someone that's been through it. That was doing like started off doing well in his career, like early NFL career with the Minnesota Vikings had that terrible concussion with the, during his time in Minnesota had that terrible ACL tear. And then yeah, took him a couple years to basically like sit back, unwind and like re basically relearn the game. Yeah. And especially to have like and to be like to back up Drew Brees and get the mentoring from both Sean Payton and Brees down in New Orleans. So I think now we see Teddy Bridgewater is definitely. I think he is ready. And I'm definitely. And who's uh, he doesn't have a great preseason. And just, just and that's like, the other thing. I honestly, if I, if, if if I'm if I'm Matt Rule, I'm giving Teddy if if this is like preseason, I'm giving at least Teddy B at least a drive or two. That's it. I'm not I'm not going out oh, there. I'm talking about PJ. Who's to say PJ does not have a great um, preseason? Picks up where he left off in the XFL. You think PJ is going to outbeat Teddy B in the preseason? No, 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 no. And someone offers him a fucking offers Carolina a trade for him. Maybe that's I, what I can definitely, is. Yeah, because that's the other thing too. Like you don't know what's going to happen in the it's preseason. You could have a starting quarterback go down too. That's another thing. You could have someone go down. And then maybe someone makes a call to Carolina. If, PJ, if PJ's playing well in the preseason, hey, maybe someone does call Carolina and say, hey, let's offer a trade because our guy went down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. good possibility. Also, another, hey. XF, another XFL quarterback getting another chance in the NFL fake, and he's going to your Kansas City Chiefs. Joining the rating, defending. <laughs> Your boy Super from the St. Louis Battlehawks, Jordan Tiamu. Just staying in Missouri. Just staying in Missouri. Fake, what's your thoughts on that? I, I like it. I, I like it. I honestly like it. He he doesn't have, you know. Obviously, he's Patrick no Patty. He, uh, he's no Patty, obviously. But. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has a once-in-a-generational once fucking arm he does things that no quarterback in the league can do period <laughs> period there's just things that Patrick Mahomes can do that no other quarterback can do now <clears throat> Tiamo he can read defenses fairly well I think he'll be able to learn some things from Patrick Mahomes um, he's a mobile guy just like Patrick Mahomes is and he, for the most part he does take care of the ball so it, I think it's a very smart signing by Kansas City. They needed a backup quarterback because I there was no way in fucking hell they were going to roll back into the season with fucking Chad Henney as the number two quarterback again. <laughs> Bro, they got Chad Henney as their backup? You didn't know that yet. Chad Henney is, I didn't even think Chad oh, Henney was still way, in the league. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be brutally they honest there, fake. I had Chad. no idea he was still in the league. <laughs> they re-signed Chad's. So right now our quarterback room is currently Tiamo, Patrick Mahomes, and Chad fucking Henny. And I will take <laughs> Tiamo over fucking Chad Henny. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea Chad Henny was still in the league. I thought he was gone like maybe like three, four years ago. He has a ring now with Kansas City, so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a very solid signing. It's a smart signing. He, he'll be able to run the offense um just uh it 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 makes sense so yeah i definitely agree because like his style of play when he when like when we sit there and watch the battle hawks like just watching tiamu Mm -hmm. just basically be the field general that he was for the offense and the way that he ran that offense it all it definitely does remind you a little bit of what kansas city does with their offense and definitely he's definitely no patty mahomes obviously but 
but just like his play, like just his style of play, I definitely, I definitely see why Kansas City's taking the chance on him. Yeah, and you know, it isn't like he's going to become a starter either because you know we got Patrick Mahomes, but it gives us a very viable option if. Um, and I'm not going to say those words. <laughs> You're not going to put a curse on yeah. Patty. No, no, no. <laughs> he got skipped. For the Madden curse, okay? It hit fucking Antonio Brown so goddamn hard, it skipped two generations. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to so dive we in. we are going <laughs> to. We're going to dive yeah, we're gonna... right. We're going to dive into our last topic of the night, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, move on. We're going to be on. talking about <laughs> some teams with some new threads, new colors. Fake, we I got, got... I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. You need to learn. What the hell are the Rams do? Why, bro? <laughs> Why There's... do they, like, you know, you know that old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? <laughs> the Rams had it, it okay, broke, man. LA. The Rams had it okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I thought the Rams, broke, were per- the Rams were perfectly fine where they were at. But to see what they did with, like, their textile, and then the, you see, like, the futuristic Rams head. Yes. Oh. I'm, I, no. Absolutely oh, terrible. Is no. The Chargers, yeah. on the other hand, no. that 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 actually looks good. I'm actually okay with the. Char- I mean, granted, it doesn't look like they didn't change much, but like they got the no. they got that more powder electric blue going again, and I'm kind of glad they're doing that again. Yet yet again, keep it simple, stupid, and they kept it simple. You know, they didn't change too much. They they didn't break. You know, yet again, if they broke. Don't fix yeah, it. don't don't do they, you don't do what Cleveland did a couple years ago and they just changed the hue of the color orange, where they just like you go into like Microsoft Paint and make the orange a little bit darker, and say voila, we're done. Just lost my headphone. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Browns did that year, though. It's like you had someone go to exactly Microsoft Microsoft Paint, go up to the color orange, turn it a little bit darker, boom. Someone made probably thousands, maybe even millions of dollars off that. So here's here's my pitch. Talk about highway robbery. The orange, slightly. Okay, okay. I like where you're going with this. How much is it going to cost us? A million dollars. You want to charge us a million dollars to change the fucking orange slightly? (laughs) My five year old could do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing is Tampa Bay, fake. They're going back to their early two thousands look. About fucking time. Now I, I am still. Saying that the cream sickles need to come back. Uh, you already know how I feel about the cream sickles fake. But I will. Don't get me I wrong. I'm not do. saying I'm not <laughs> hating on the cream sickles that bad. I still you think... hate on the cream sickles. I Just hate the cream sickles, but I'm not saying they're the most hated throwback though. <laughs> Are they ugly? Yes. But am I saying that they're, they're the not most... ugly? They're 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 delicious and amazing. <laughs> I don't know about but delicious. I, I mean, I, fake. <laughs> I, I don't even eat cream sickle like ice pops. What are you I talking love me about? Some cream no. Dude, I love me some cream sickle. No, I keep, I now, keep it, I keep it simple. I like, I like the chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> no cream sickle. I, I, I don't, I don't do, do with that. The early no. 2000s. The I'm, early I'm glad 2000s though, were much I'm, better than where the fuck they were. Oh, absolutely. The futuristic pirate digital clock shit. No, they they. As soon as they first came out that, I'm like, those are not going to last long. And I'm glad they didn't. As soon as I saw all those, I started singing Stewie. U-T-L-Y. She ain't got no alibi. She ugly. Hey, hey, she ugly. <laughs> that being said, though, fake. Capital F. That being said, that being said, though, fake. We're actually going to do our Mount Rushmore top four throwback uniforms in the NFL. Fake starting with you at number four. Who you got? I got my Kelly Greens for the you, Philadelphia Eagles. You got the Philadelphia Fucking Eagles, Wombles. Kelly Greens. My I man. Love the Kelly Greens. At number four, though, not for me. Number four, I'm actually going to go with the old uh, Houston Oilers. Okay, okay. The light, I agree with that one. the light blue, that and one. the way the Tennessee Titans wear that, like. You know, like, like, every, <laughs> every now and then the Tennessee Titans wear that throwback where they do like the blue helmet, blue jersey. Yes. Love it. Love that throwback. I, I agree. I agree. Um, those are actually my number threes. 
That's so. actually that's your number three throwback uniform. Yes. Yes. My number three uniform. I'm gonna go. You might call me. I'm actually gonna go with the old L.A. Rams here, man. Okay. I mean, okay. Grant, you okay. see you, okay. the, the 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 blue with the yellow, the Eric Dickerson days, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those old L.A. Rams. Yeah, I definitely gotta say it's gonna be my number three throwback. Number two, I have the old school purple people eater, Minnesota Vikings. Old school pur- purple um, eater, Minnesota Viking days. When they, whenever uh, Brett Favre was in Minnesota, you remember they they would break them out every once in a while. I loved them. I, I think they they flow very well. I I think they should go, actually go back to them. If you ask me. But yeah, you know, that's just me. That's not actually not, that's not a bad pick. My number two is actually going to be the New England Patriots when they wear the red jersey with Patriot pad on their helmet. Okay, okay, okay. I kind of like, like it. that. It's more like a. I it's kind of like, it. like it's like a revolutionary. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we should yeah, like the red. You got the you got the red are. coats going, you, especially whenever like you'd watch like Tom Brady go back to pass, especially the number twelve, yes. being the field general. I agree with it. I I agree with that at number two, um, and my number ones. Everyone should already know what my number ones are. Creamsicles. <laughs> Your number one's going to be I the, love the cream your number sickles. one's the Tampa Bay cream sickles. I love the cream sickles. Fake, you already know mine. You should them. you should damn well know what my number one's going to be. I've been demanding this team to bring this throwback back <laughs> for many years now, and once again the NFL once again told Jeffrey Lurie, in case you don't know who Jeffrey Lurie is, he's the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Once again <laughs> the NFL <laughs> told Mr. Lurie, not this year Mr. Lurie, maybe next year. Bring back the Kelly fucking greens, please. The Kelly greens need to make a comeback. Yes. Please bring back the Philadelphia Eagles. Kelly greens. Yes. That I, is my I, number I one. Why throwback. I don't see why there's such a hoopla in the NFL on the Kelly greens. I think like, you know, it isn't like they're fucking blending in with the goddamn grass or anything. Like for fuck's sakes, it's two different fucking colors. Um, bring back the Kelly Greens. Fuck yeah, with the old school fucking Philadelphia Eagles wings. Fuck oh, yeah, that's a, absolutely the old school like very the the basic basic silver eagle wings. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. Um, Randall Cunningham, Reggie my White. Honorable mention. My honorable mention. Oh, you got honorable you mention. May hate on me. Yes, you may hate me a little bit. What's your honorable mention? <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys with the stars up on on, on the shoulder pads. Oh, so like the uh, the okay, I see what you mean. You mean like the Cowboys when mm-hmm. they wear like the like the basic white helmet with the blue star? Yes. Okay, I, f- I feel you on that one. That's not that's actually not honestly from an Eagles fan. It's actually not a bad throwback. Yes. My honorable mention. As much as they're ugly, and no, this ain't the cream sickles. Damn it! <laughs> uh, you, yeah, yeah, see, people thought for sure it was gonna be the it thought people thought for sure it was gonna be the cream sickle. No, honestly, I gotta say, I like the Indianapolis Colts when they wear like the basic blue helmet with like the mm-hmm. with like the white horseshoe. They haven't that, uh, they haven't wore that throwback in quite some time. It's and, yeah. It's been a while since they wore that one, but I thought for sure Indianapolis rocked Manning, that one pretty. Yes, yeah, since Peyton Manning was there, but they rocked yeah. that one pretty well. Now, my other my other honorable mention, I would have to say Arizona's Blood Reds. I actually okay. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals with their old school red. That's not bad either. I, Just plain red fucking uni. Yeah, plain. That, yeah, say know, when Charles they got the the, the say yeah Charles Tillman days. Yeah, he pretty much just had like the plain red jersey, plain white pants, plain white helmet. Yes. 
I mean, they it, still it, they, it they still so, kind of rock that simple. now, but they made it more like futuristic now because yeah, now even just like the Eagles, they even have a black alternate jersey. Yes, it, it said it was so simple, but it worked so well. And I'm not gonna lie, I like when the Cardinals wear their black alternate jerseys. Like I love when they yes. wear, especially when they do like the all black, like all like black pants, black mm-hmm. jersey. If I had to say a second honorable mention for throwbacks. Ooh, that's tough. Um, yeah, you got the Chargers. If you let the old school like electric blue Chargers are nice. Um, I would probably say the Bears. The, okay. Yeah. The blue helmets with the orange numbers. Yes. Yeah, I can agree with that one. I I do like the Bears throwbacks. Wasn't a fan of like their Michigan, like when they had like this past year when they did like the Michigan like wings. Yeah, those were fucking. Yeah, the, the, those those Chicago Bear throwbacks. Nah, I can't do that, especially like because it was just so weird watching them wear that this past year because it's like, it's almost like they they took the idea from Michigan. Yeah, but it, it said they were fugly with the capital. Like blue ass. helmet with the orange wings. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I'll yeah, tell you what, nah. though. If there's any throwback that's up there that's ugly with the creamsicle, I got to tell you this right now. As an Eagles fan, I'm glad they haven't wore this ever again since that game. But if you go back to <laughs> Are you two- talking about the powder blue and yellows? <laughs> going back to that game in 2007 when they played the Detroit Lions, look it up on YouTube. 2007, Philadelphia Eagles, Detroit Lions. Eagles are, came are you out. About those powder blues and yellows. The canary yellow and powder yeah, blues. Those were fucking ugly. Those were. Shit. As an Eagles fan, <laughs> I almost had to turn the TV off that day. Those were this was 2007 ugly. fake. I was in like freshman year of high school, and they did. They, I'm glad they never wore those again. I was like, and this is Don. I'm sitting there watching Donovan McNabb oh, and Brian God. Westbrook wearing that. Bro, never again. No. Those were fu- so fucking ugly. And the end zone was even worse. The end zone was all freaking yellow. Yeah. I was like, Eagles, never again. Don't do th- No, no, no. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Those were ugly. Yeah, it's like Denver's. Denver's throwbacks. I don't the yellow like with the Browns? The Denver yeah, Broncos? No. Oh, oh, my dude. God. With it's the turd brown. The, the jersey and the pants aren't that bad. You, the, Those socks made it bad. When you got uh, yellow and brown that, that, socks, that, was brown. that, that was threw me off brown. for the Broncos. That's... I was like, Broncos, what the hell are you guys wearing? The the jersey, the pants, the helmet ain't that bad. Those socks is what made that throwback ugly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mo- I, 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 I got to say this to, this to a fake. The most basic throwback ever. Green Bay's Acme Packers throwbacks. Oh, yeah. The blue jersey <laughs> with, like, the big yellow dot in the center. Yeah, so those, aren't, basic. those aren't pretty either. <laughs> so basic. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, uh, it's like someone, like, tried to make create a custom team and was just like, nah. Just half give up on this. Didn't even care. <laughs> Well, that's that's like Seattle's fucking construction worker uh, green. Yeah, Seattle when they did that neon green. Those should never come back. Those neon greens, I wasn't a fan. Now, yeah, that color rush they did a couple years ago when they played the Rams, when they did that that all neon. That should not come back either. No. No, 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 no. I do like the old school school Seattle, though. Like Like the regular blue jersey with the silver helmet. Yes. Love it. They, Jim they Zorn, Steve tomorrow. Largent days, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. I agree. I agree. I agree. And the other thing with Seattle, too, you can, there's actually a thing on Madden. You can actually create your own, like, alternate, like, uniforms. So what I did mm-hmm. with Seattle the one time, I think what I did was I took, like, their current blue jersey, put it with the old 80 silver helmet, and then I used, like, their alternate, like, gray pants. And it was actually, like, pretty nice looking, too. Like, if you actually play, like, an online game, it was actually nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's like with uh, Indianapolis. I do an all-blue. <laughs> the blue helmet, blue uh, 
blue jersey and blue pants <laughs> with blue socks. <laughs> Just all blew it. All right, guys, I think that's going to conclude episode 27 of the Armchair Referee Sports Podcast. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Make sure to give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on our Instagram page, ran by yours truly, Chip Bayless here. I pretty much do the social media, Snapchat, Facebook. I basically do, like, the whole Snapchat thing under my personal account. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically just to let everyone know what we're talking about each week breaking down everything that being said guys thank you guys for listening and don't be afraid to leave us our Our johnny manzel five Five star star rating y'all have a great night y'all stay classy producer dev play that cardi b